welcome to Welcome to the Gun Show. I'm joined by Tarek. A mermaid's cloaca. <laughs> Name of our whiskey. And guys. <laughs> hey, everybody. <laughs> uh, welcome back. Uh, the jokes about whiskey names. Um, we're not going to tell you which association we're looking at joining, but uh, let me tell you, they have some awesome whiskey names. And uh, T and I have been contemplating some additional names for, for whiskeys that... Uh, Make them sound delicious and sometimes makes them sound terrible. <laughs> and debating how it would, how it would, uh, how the name would actually affect your, uh, your view of the actual flavors that you're getting from the whiskey, regardless of what it actually tastes like. Oh, yeah. But you know, be, being an Ardberg fan, you know, the, the, uh, a, a walrus's bathwater is an appealing sort of flavor profile in a whiskey. That's a pretty cool name, too. <laughs> Rolls off the tongue. <clears throat> Gaz is looking at his bottle of rum going, uh, this, this is nice. <laughs> Gaz is wondering if there's an association for rum, <laughs> which also is uh, weird names for stuff. It's called Pirate Motorspares. Oh, yes. <laughs> Pretty much needed that this week. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> cool stuff. So uh, before we get into the, the topics for uh, tonight which there's probably going to be many. Uh, special thanks to Zero Mike Bullets, proud sponsor of the show. You guys know the drill. Bullets are available. Website's up. Uh, head on over there and order what you need. Hit up Gaz or Sasha directly for a discount code. Thanks to the uh, guys who are sponsoring the Drill of the Month. That's Zero Mike Bullets again, Flatpak Alpha. And then shooting stuff with their offer of visiting their facility for 15 minutes, shoot your draw in and out. Uh, fantastic stuff there. Magnum United, I think I told you guys last week that it is Women's Month. So the month of August is Women's Month and Magnum United have a handgun fundamentals, which will have happened by the time that you listen to this episode, but they also have a ladies only CQC class on the 29th. And then in addition to that, Ladies shoot not for free. There is no range fee for ladies for the month of August, just before someone tries to go there and get free ammo and stuff. <laughs> That's not the case. No range fees for, for August for, for ladies. Their website is now live. It's looking pretty cool. Please stop by and go and have a look. Um, sweet. What have we missed? Uh, Nexus Pro, 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 Nexus Pro. Ninety-nine. Gaz has added more. Thank you, Lance and Dan. Rocksteady Gear hit up T directly if you need to get information on products brought in by Rocksteady Gear. Cool. I think like the Nexus Pro. I think it's that is legitimately from <laughs> what I do want to do before we roll into some discussions that we, we think we want to have um, last week's episode with John and Sarah went down spectacularly well. I think it is one of my favorite episodes to date. Um, what I do want to say is the South African listeners need to get their asses into gear because after that episode, this is officially an American show. Um, <laughs> like the percentage of listeners from the US versus South Africa, the US is like 11% higher at the moment than South Africa. That's so weird. The US. Plus, is so you guys need to get your asses into gear and listen to the show more. Redownload it if you have to. <laughs> download, download it on your phone, your tablet, your laptop, <laughs> your wife's phone, your husband's phone. Your kids' phones. Go into the Apple Store. Subscribe to Welcome to the Gun Show and all the display phones. <laughs> yes, do that. I'm, I strongly approve of that. Do that. <laughs> if you can enable auto download on them too while you're doing it, <laughs> that'll be fantastic. I mean, be you don't have to listen. You just have to download, and then don't just delete. Like press play and then fast forward to the end so it looks like you listen to the whole thing because algorithm. <laughs> We're only cheating wrong. the system minorly. <laughs> it's what systems are for. 
It is a systems of four. Um, Mr. Evans. Yo. Won't you please tell us about the fancy new new uh, spray lube that you have? Okay, so we've got something new, which is more of a general purpose lubricant called Silky Silicon. And basically what it is, is it's a boosted silicon lubricant. And what I've been using it for at the moment is sort of lubricating my mag so that I can get all of the old um, grip enhancer and that sort of stuff off. And then it prevents that grip enhancer from building up as quickly on my mags as well. And then for general rubber restoration, plastic restoration, you can use it on woods. We've tested it lubricating locks. So it does some light duty waterproofing, those kinds of things. So it's going to be a good all round lubricant that you can use to preserve things, make things look better. That's pretty much how it rolls. And that comes in a 220 or 200 milliliter tin. A major group in the uh, South African gun community got taken down uh, this week or uh, last week when the guys listened to this. And there's been some threats on some some other gun groups too, right? Yes. So whether we miss said groups or not is not really the thing here. Um, you guys have got to be aware that Facebook is really cracking down on groups at the moment uh, for anything gun-related, whether the group is compliant with the rules or not. So whether you're offering stuff for sale or not, um, I know that there have been some weird strikes on the false concealment groups that they've posted about. Um, obviously the, one of the biggest South African gun groups has been completely zucked yep. and is not coming back. Uh, Ipsic shooter South Africa has had some, some weirdness happening. Um, so, so, so let me give you a little bit of um, background on that as well. So that the warning came through this morning that um, the post had been deleted for, uh, um, you know, transgressing the community standards um, and there was there was drama because it was on admin approval. It's on admin approval, and admin had approved the post. The post was someone asking where they could buy seven sixty by thirty nine ammo. That that it wasn't selling anything. It wasn't. Uh, it was literally going. Where can I purchase this legal product? The post was made in twenty sixteen. Wow. And the warning mm-hmm. came through that if this happens again, the the the, the group may be deleted. Yep. Um, so there's no doubt that uh, Facebook's got an issue. So if you're on a gun group and, and you wonder why your clever little ways of, of trying to get around the rules end up getting deleted or you're getting booted from the group, I understand that's why. Um, gun site for its many, 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 many flaws um, had a lot of good info in amongst all that shit, and it's all gone now. Um, never to be returned. So there's a new gun site uh, Facebook group, um, but uh, yeah, all the old stuff is gone. Yeah, and there will probably be repeats of this uh, going forward. So the ideal solution here would be to find a different platform uh, to host this sort of stuff on. Problem is, everyone's on Facebook. It's convenient. It's easy to use. And it has a massive user base. So it's really easy for people to discover groups and, and get involved in them, mm-hmm. which means the alternative things where everyone's going, go to this platform, go to that platform. Well, they don't really, they don't really work um, because a lot of people are not just going to, I'm not going to install some different app and create a different user account. And I have to log into that thing occasionally to look at things just to get to a gun group. Um, yeah. So it doesn't have the same draw. It doesn't have the same appeal. So be careful with what you do. And if you have important information on groups as the admins of Facebook groups, uh, you should maybe try and uh, save that stuff somewhere. Uh, just copy the post, paste it into somewhere so that you can keep it mm-hmm. uh, and perhaps restore it if you ever have to go to a different group. But no, do something um, so that you, you have access to that stuff. I don't think that you can download the information in a group, the way that you can download your personal profile posts. Um, if you can, that's great. Use that. If you can't, unfortunately, you're going to have to sift through some stuff to find the best content and be sure to, to save that and keep it around. Um, make sure it's worth saving, of course. <laughs> no, it's, you know, the problem is forums, forums are pretty much dead or dying. Uh, and 
I mean, we've we, we've we've tried the forum thing. Cornet started up a couple of forums for us, and it's just and the simple fact of the matter is, it's so much easier to press the big blue and white Facebook button on your phone and and go and go check the groups while you're also checking what Aunt Martha's been up to. Um, while you check your whiskey group, your tarantula group, um, you know, and your pool noodle group. Uh, and that's that's the problem. So Facebook have got a, a, a pretty much monopoly. Um, so just don't be a dick on groups and try and be clever uh, because you, you kind of fuck everyone when you do that. Exactly. <clears throat> so that's the... Uh some depressing news. The next bit is submissions for the firearms amendment bill, proposed firearms amendment bill, closed yesterday. They are done. So yesterday if you haven't, as we are recording, which is last week, as you are listening, assuming sorry, it isn't straight let's, away. Let's let's add an actual date to that so that you know <laughs> what I'm talking about. Submissions closed on the fourth of August, I believe. Um, I may have that incorrect, but at the time of recording, submissions are closed no matter what. By the time that you listen to this, they're definitely, definitely closed. Um, if you haven't submitted something to object to these changes and you haven't got friends and family and acquaintances and your neighbors, cousins, stepsister, and everyone to submit stuff, um, you probably don't get to complain quite as much about firearms law in South Africa going forward. Um, because you had an opportunity. If you if you didn't bother to submit anything, Becky Sally would like to thank you greatly for your support. Gunfree South Africa would like to greatly support thank you for your support. And fuck off if you're going to bitch and moan about they're never going to take my guns or I can't believe no one stopped them because you were one of the people who was too bone idle. You had a huge amount of time. You could have taken 10 minutes to do something basic or you could have taken a couple of day, days to do something useful. Um, but you were too lazy or so stupid as to think there's no risk on your uh, to your guns if you are that stupid stop listening to this fucking show um i don't want you anymore fuck off so we we, we hope that no one listening to the show <clears throat> fall into that category but who knows so yeah submissions are closed we'll see where the actual ball goes we don't know what's going to happen based on the feedback uh, i don't understand that portion of the judicial process so here's to hoping enough was done to to stop it entirely uh if not hopefully enough was done to stop it in the interim while we spend a lot of money fighting them in court and uh let's hope that goes our way should it come to that let's hope it doesn't come to that um just and i can't go into too much detail at the moment but hopefully we will be able to soon uh, there, there's a, there's some some work happening on some court action, not just against the proposed amendments, because something I think everyone needs to remember is the proposed amendments are draconian um, and problematic. At the moment, the backdoor gun control that we're facing um, through the pretend incompetence, and I and I say that deliberately because I don't think it's incompetence; I think it's deliberate um, that we deal with at sometimes at a station level, at a CFR level, the, the waiting a year for a license, the waiting six months for a license card, all that sort of bullshit. Um, that is a deliberate attack on you. It's to stop you bothering applying for guns. It's to, I think, probably hopefully close some gun shops down. Um, and it's just to, to attack our, our gun ownership. So there is other action work being worked on there. Um, there is a potential court thing. Um, it's going to cost a lot of money. Uh, and just like with the submissions, just like for, with fighting the firearm control amendment bill, the person to do that is you. Yes, you don't. Don't look left. Don't look right. Don't look on your phone. It's you. So, fine. Take some of that money you were going to spend on brandy, or take some of that money you were going to spend on another fucking gun, or take some of the money you were going to spend on buying some stupid piece of shit you probably didn't need that in six months' time is going to be in your garage forgotten about. Um, and put that towards the fight. And we, we'll, we'll tell you where that's going. Um, it's So don't just donate to some arbitrary organization now who's going to spend it on hookers and blow. Um, but get ready, guys. The, the, there is a, it is a multifaceted fight we face. Um, if, if you're one of those people who, who think that we're, we're dealing with incompetence and stupidity, you're the stupid one. 
Um, we're dealing with a very, very clever attack on us. Um, and the fact that they can mask it with with stupidity is concerning. Um, that people will immediately go, oh yeah, no, it's just it's just incompetence. If it was incompetence, occasionally it would go our way. So uh, f- find a way. You know, if <laughs> we're talking on this particular thing, we're talking in the region of three hundred thousand rand. Um, that means, if my math is correct, if three hundred people put a thousand rand each in, that's covered. Um, 300,000 Rand is a hell of a lot of money. Expecting mm-hmm. dealers or organizations to pay for that, 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 that those budgets are getting thinner and thinner. Um, if 300 people can put 1,000 Rand in, um, then this can go ahead. So instead of buying another bottle of really nice whiskey, um, unless you buy Mermaid's Cloaca um, or, or, or whatever other silly shit you're going to piss away on, Maybe consider investing in, in, in your ability to own guns going forward. We've been very political lately, and unfortunately it was never the goal of the show, but it has been thrust upon us. Do you like a good thrusting? <laughs> he, he does, really. <laughs> so, Mr. Evans, is there something that you want to talk about before we get into the uh, the almighty pitch fest about... Uh, too many things in a single year? <laughs> no, nothing really in specific. I think that we'll see where the conversation goes. Oh, I just told you where it's going to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going that away. But you said... Is catch there, it. Catch it. Oh, no, I missed it. Mm, Corn said, is there anything else you want to talk about? No, thank you. Cool stuff. Um, I looked at the... Uh, at the, register, at the registration list for the upcoming Shotgun Nationals down in Cape Town. And I was not exactly surprised to find that most of the divisions don't actually make division. There just aren't enough people shooting um, or currently registered to shoot. I believe it was largely the same sort of issue with the, uh, the Rifle Nationals registration, though I didn't specifically look at that. Um, we know that the level four got moved out thanks to lockdown and is now pretty close to the next handgun nationals. Um, sort of ridiculously close, way too close. Um, Mr. Nordia, you had some, some things you wanted to say about this. Um, my honest opinion is that there were, there were too many nationals this year. It's not viable. It's not sustainable. Um, if we're getting to a point, and, and I've said this for a very long time, that we should have one nationals per discipline, um, but we're getting to a point now where you you're going to have to decide what you want to shoot. So you can shoot pistol or PCC or shotgun or rifle. Um, we have, as I recall, ten nationals this year. Um, that's not viable, and 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 and. The point was made by Gaz, which I'm sure you'll expand on just now. They're no longer nationals. They're just becoming another match that you have to spend a fortune to travel to. Um, this is the first shotgun nationals, I think, since 2015 that I'm not going to, not because I can't go to, but because it just doesn't make sense after the year that we've had to spend that amount of money to go down and shoot a match that's no longer a selection match, and and that's just, you know, it's, you know, by the time you've got your gun down there, by the time you've got your ammo down there, by the time you've flown and all of that, it's not 10 grand anymore. It's probably close to 20 grand. Um, that's a huge amount of money, uh, considering we had to do the same thing for PE, um, considering we had to do the same thing for Boiland Pistol and PCC, considering we now have, I don't know, 47 matches at Stilfontaine in a row. Um it's just, it's it's not viable anymore. Uh, we, SAPSA honestly need to change this. And the arguments I've heard against it don't make any sense. You know, the, the argument that I want to shoot with my friends, um, then, then don't worry about national. This is supposed to be nationals. This is supposed to be a big event. It's not supposed to be I can shoot with my friends and drink afterwards. Um, it's awesome to do that. But we shouldn't be basing... Uh, the, the the sports calendar around that um, 
I genuinely think SEPSA needs to to reconsider how they're going to do this. Um, you know, we could mini rifle as an as a silly example gets absolutely no traction, um, and it should, but it gets none because there's no fucking time. Uh, you know, r- rifle nationals. I think they had to extend entries because they weren't getting the numbers. Um, you know, that's that's a problem. I I would be pretty confident if we had a three or maybe even four day pistol nationals and then a three day shotgun nationals, a three day rifle nationals, a three day PCC nationals once a year. Um, there's a lot more guys who would do all of them. I'd probably shoot rifle nationals again if I could, if that was the plan, because you know, you, you'd have a nationals just more than once a quarter. Um, that's not a catastrophe. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one of my concerns and, and, and this is, and I think it's quite viable for a lot of people, especially considering the timing at the moment. We have two pistol selection matches five weeks apart, as I recall. That means you, and this happened to me, break your ankle before the first one. You're fucked for both of those. You, and this is viable for a lot of people at the moment, catch the Rona. You may not be able to shoot either of them. Or if the timing works that, that within sort of, you know, Rona policy, you can shoot them you may not be on top form. Um, but, you know, we, we, we've got, if, if, if anything happens with two nationals that close, you might as well just have one nationals because you've now, they're so close that, that if, if you have an issue at one, it's still potentially going to be an issue at the, at the next one. Um, for, for what? Uh, it's, it just doesn't make sense. Um, and I think a lot of people the last two years have been, financially brutal um even if you know even if you weren't hit hard even if you if you were fortunate enough that that you didn't have a salary cut or you 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 know you've been paid through um shit's gotten a lot more expensive uh you know there's there's a hell of a lot going on um and then to go okay well we're gonna have 10 nationals uh you're gonna have to travel all over the place if you want to do the sport my concern is are we going to get the best national team of the best four people per category? Um, or are we going to get people, four people per category who could afford to go to all the matches? Uh, and, and I don't think that that's ever been the goal of the sport. Um, we need to change how we do it. To the best of my knowledge, we are the only region that has three nationals per discipline a year. Um, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't... Nothing has three fucking nationals a year. Um, you know, you have a nationals, uh, and there's various different ways they can deal with selection and, and, and national logs and all of that. Um, but there, there seems to be resistance with a lot, lot of members, and I don't, I don't think it's, it's a management thing. It's a lot of members who immediately come up with uh, no, and, and the answer I see most often is, "I want to see my friends." Um, then go see your friends. Uh, this is supposed to be a sport. Um, you know, if, if you're playing football or fucking whatever at, at not a, a social level, you know, if you, if you're playing golf and you want to go on golf tour, which is drinking and occasionally throwing golf bats around, that's cool. Everyone knows what they're doing. Um, but you know, the, the PGA isn't designed so that, um, guys can see their Chinas. Uh, and I, and I think we need to, we need to kind of, we need to fix that because I, I, I think, I think we're going to, I think the sport's going to lose as a result. That's my diatribe. Yes. So I, I agree with you. I think that we need some sort of restructure when it comes to our nationals and the feeling that I've been getting with the last few, and that could have been current situations with the pandemic and that sort of stuff where the, the nationals haven't felt like they are the nationals and they're not the nationals for the right reason. So the way I see it is that a nationals is a competition of national level and there's an honor in going to compete at that, no matter what your skill level is. Um, and I think that what needs to be catered for is when you're looking at a nationals, you want to be looking at a national competition where your top competitors across the nation all come together, they compete with one another, and then you ultimately have your national champion through that. Um And one of the things, so for example, my situation is that I compete heavily in handgun and I only really focus on handgun uh, because there is so much shooting. 
And that has a certain toll on it too, because you, you basically have to be running at fairly close to your peak the entire year with the way our systems are currently structured. So if you want to be competing at the top level, you have to be running to close to peak for the entire year, which ultimately costs more sacrifice in other areas of your life. Um, and that's, that's sort of a different discussion. That's going to pull you back into sort of the realm of balancing your life between different elements, which it never really is in complete harmony and balance. It's just how you manage the fires that you've got. So that's sort of my take on it. And I would like to see some sort of restructuring where we can bring the honor back into the sport where it is treated like a sport through and through where we have competitions, we have athletes within that sport. We're seeing in Europe, we're seeing in America, we're seeing more and more, I'm not saying fully sponsored, I'm saying professional athletes. Um, those kinds of things are coming through in all other areas of the world. And I think that South Africa has the opportunity to bring exactly the same sort of competition and exactly the same athletes to the table that other areas are bringing. And I think that, that having... If we if we if we start that process within our own structure, that's going to help produce better and maybe more well-rounded athletes, specifically for the sport. So, if we look at it from this perspective, if we had one, let's say for example, we had one nationals per year per discipline, that means I've got the opportunity to go and shoot a PCC nationals. I've got the opportunity, if I can, to go and shoot a shotgun nationals or a rifle nationals, maybe mini rifle nationals. All of those opportunities become more realistic. And with that, the divisions or the disciplines that are currently taking strain would be your long gun divisions primarily. And that's because the majority of people are shooting or competing with handguns. If we restructured that, we could have very similar numbers that we get at a handgun nationals, at a PCC nationals, at a rifle nationals, at a shotgun nationals, ultimately making those disciplines more competitive, air quotes, which it will because now you've got more competitors, you've got guys gearing up for different kinds of matches throughout a year. So they're not falling stagnant with one discipline. And realistically with that, you're going to have guys who have air quotes restricted firearms according to our act actually competing with them thoroughly at a national level. Whereas that's not the case for everybody at the moment, even though they are competing with those licenses, they're not competing to their potential with those licenses. So we're going to see that come through. And then obviously with that, more viability, more competitors at a match that currently doesn't have the same numbers as a handgun match. There's more turnover, there's more stages, there's more equipment, more props, et cetera, et cetera. The list goes on. I think related to that as well, it's quite commonly accepted in most sports, and I know um, a lot of USPSA shooters have discussed it as well, the importance of an off-season. Um, you know, guys will take two or three months off every year from competing. Um, we don't have that option here. Uh, you can, between, you know, if you, if you want to try and make provincial team selection um, and, and, and with the nationals and that, you can maybe take December off uh, from matches. Not, not, uh, not, not even like a, I'm going to put my guns down for two months and, and you know, two or three months and fucking go windsurfing. Uh, you, you can maybe give up matches just in handgun um, for December. Um, and then it's back to, uh, and then it's back to leagues. It's back to, and and yeah, I agree with Gaz. I think the results of that sort of thing is that the shooting is suffering a little bit. Um, we, we're trying to, we, we, we've got so much going on, and it sounds kind of silly, but we have too many matches for guys to be on their top form. Uh, is and, and as I say, if you want to try and compete in, in more than one discipline, um, that becomes especially challenging. And that, I think, is unfortunate. You know, we have a sport with multiple really interesting disciplines. Um, and I think it would be unfortunate if, if folks had to be uh, specialists. You know, so we go, Kone, you shoot shotgun. Uh, I'm going to shoot PCC. Gaz, you shoot pistol. Because that's the only way you're going to... Um, 
you know, we, whereas I think we could get better shooters overall if guys could shoot more things and, and get the benefit of shooting more things. Um, it's it's time to it's time to adapt. It's 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 time to evolve. Uh, the, the reasons for why we used to have all those those nationals and that um, have changed. Uh, you know, one of the things we have discovered as well, and it's kind of related to this, and it's something to consider. We've seen massive improvements in shooting in this country as a result of guys going overseas to compete and, and coming back with ideas out of Europe and, and wherever. If if we had one pistol nationals instead of three pistol nationals, which as a rule involve very often involve traveling for two of those, um, and depending on where you are, even more. You know, if 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 you're unfortunate enough to live in one of the big brown bits. Um, you're probably traveling to every nationals uh, with all those expenses. If we had one nationals, um, you could take the cost of the other two nationals, go shoot a Czech extreme uh, or or one of those matches. Um, and wouldn't that be awesome? Wouldn't it be awesome if if more of our shooters could go do that? Wouldn't it be more awesome if we had more of our shooters come back with that experience um, to improve things? Uh, you know, we, we've got trainers coming out. Uh, you know, we've got Steve Anderson coming out in October. Um, but <laughs> it's a really good price for the course. I think the three-day course is nine and a half grand, um, which is a really good price for the course, but it's a hell of a lot of money. Um, and a lot of shooters who are interested in getting better would be better off spending 10 grand on doing that course than 10 grand traveling to a nationals. Uh, and, and we, we could have better shooters as a result. Um, the social side of the sport, to my mind, um, and the social side of the sport is something that I, that, that I enjoy substantially, and it's something, and, and I understand that some people are just in this for, for, for social, you know, socializing, and that's awesome. But the social side of the sport should be covered at club shoots. Um, that is the point of a club shoot. It's a club shoot is, is a little bit of a match and you can get together with your mates and, and have a giggle. Um, that's where we should be worried about the social side of the sport. Um, level two to, to a lesser extent, but but specifically level threes should should not be about any of that. They shouldn't be focused on um, socializing. They shouldn't be focused on um, touching base with friends you haven't seen in a long time. Pick up your fucking telephone and send a text because it's 2021. Don't phone people. That's just stupid. Um but send them a text, fucking phone them if you want to, Zoom them, whatever. Uh, that we, we don't need to have an entire match that costs people 10,000 rand a head so you can have a couple of drinks with your mates. That just doesn't make any sense. A couple of things on that. Um, one, we're having to reselect teams that were selected for the world shoot. Okay. Um, and I, I, I agree with the premise, mm. so don't take this out of context. But you have guys, yeah, and again, you have guys who spent a lot of time, money, and time away from family and other responsibilities to prepare for selection matches so that they could go to the world shoot through no one's fault. You understand? Pandemic. The world shoot, uh, world shoot got moved, and we're now having to reselect. Those guys are now effectively forced to either throw away all that time, money, and effort they put in previously and not compete in these selection matches or, and this is terrible, they're forced to shoot selection matches with basically zero time in between to prepare, recover financially, physically, mentally, et cetera. Uh, it's, it's not a fair selection process, right? Um, so I understand we have to select for the world shoot if South Africa plans to go to the world shoot. And what I'm about to say might be slightly controversial, but given what's currently happening, perhaps it would be wise to not send South African teams to the next world shoot. Have people go as individuals. That's he's pulling his face at me. Have people go as individuals and don't force people into, into this process in order to be selected and potentially have the shoot moved again. Uh, it, to my mind, it's, it's not a fair process at the moment. Um, you know, the, the thing is, well, sorry to interrupt, if we didn't have this massive amount of nationals, um, if the selection process and you, and you could run the selection process over a greater number of matches and, and, and get a wider picture. Um, and, and this is the second time it's been moved. Mm. 
So you, you've ostensibly had to shoot nine nationals or you're going to have to have shot nine nationals to get selected for the team. Um, and, and I agree 100%. Uh, I, I, I supported moving the, the selection matches because I, th- I think it was necessary. Yep. Um, but it, it does also mean that yeah, that's that's nine matches you've had to you've had to pay for, and and you know it's a concern. You're going to get guys who're going to go. Well, fuck it, I'm just not going to bother anymore. Um, do we end up? I, I I disagree, and I'm not saying you're stupid. Um, I say that all the time, but not this time. I disagree with not sending teams, um, but I, I also think we need a we need a better system. We we need a system where guys are not having to. Um, to shoot nine nine matches, travel to nine matches to be selected for a team, um, just because it's, as I said earlier, it's expensive, and we're going to end up. It's a concern that we're going to end up with a team of nine, of of four four people per per discipline who can afford who could afford to do the the, the selection. Um, do I know what the answer is? Hundred percent, no. Um, but I think we need to have the conversation. Um, I think as an organization, we need to have a, a, a conversation. I think as a membership, we need to start looking at what we want because that that's how these things need to work. You need to go to your club. Um, you need to go to your province and you need to say to your province, this is what we want to see change so that this can be discussed at a national level. Um, don't leave, don't leave, you know, a dozen or so people to make all the decisions for you. Um you know, you, you are the you are the membership. You you send your 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 delegates with a with a mandate. So give them a mandate. Um, tell them what you want. Have discussions. You know, there there are is the 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 IPC shooters here say Facebook page until we get totally zucked. Um, have have discussions about it, uh, and think about what's best for the sport. Um, and I think that that should be the goal at the end of the day, not. Not what's best for you as an individual, um, but what's best for the sport. What's what's going to get us the best teams? You know, are, are, are we going to send the four best classic shooters in the country to a match, or are we going to send the four classic shooters who managed to make enough matches at the right time? And I'm not picking on classic; I'm just using this as an example um, because it is a challenge. And and with all that's going on, and and with the system that's in place, no one's had to, got to have a break. Uh, and and that's important as well. You know, it's pe- people have got they've got jobs, they've got families, and and sometimes they just they need to break. Uh, I look at someone like Gaz, who's who's been sort of pushing, 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 um, and he's got fucked around a couple of times on this on this national selection thing um, through no fault of his own. And I look at I look at someone like that, and I go, I'll be honest, I would have given up by now. I would have gone fuck it. I just so I have huge respect for the fact that that, that Gaz keeps pushing, um, but he shouldn't have to do that. He he should be. We need a way that he's 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 hanging on to some of that energy so that when he goes to the world shoot, he can do, you know, give give a result to be proud of, not give everything in the fucking tank just to make the team, and then there's nothing left to give. Um, and and I fear that that. That's what's what's going to happen to a lot of guys at the moment. There's guys that that's already happened to, which is why I brought up the point of, and again, I'm not saying we shouldn't. I'm just saying that forcing guys into this sort of timeline in order to maintain teams is not fair on the shooters uh, in, in any way. The next thing on this is imagine for a moment that a level three is not a nationals because it isn't. It's a level three. It is whatever we want to make it. So imagine if we had one nationals a year, we went through the process of getting it certified as a level four and there is additional cost because there's certain requirements in terms of ROs and things that go along with that at pre-approval long in advance and et cetera. But you can do that if you're planning it a year ahead and there's only going to be one. And instead of spending, and I'm just going to throw out a wild number, uh, I think this is probably sort of accurate, though maybe not. If you're spending a million rand, Toast the nationals for handgun. So, I mean, handgun nationals are bigger than the other disciplines in South Africa. If you're spending that three times a year in order to host those matches, wouldn't it be more sensible to host the level four nationals once a year 
spend 3 million rand on that match and have the best nationals that you can imagine every year. Um, Can't be a level four because that's provincial, uh, continental champs, but yeah. Um, I don't think it is. I don't think level four requires it to be continental. I'm not aware of a level four that isn't a continental champs. Yeah, but I don't think that the rules require it. We, we can check with the, the, hmm. the king of the ROs. But if it, the, the premise will stand, so even if it isn't certified to level four, it's uh-huh. level three. If you take the funds that are going into hosting three matches and you do that as a single match, um, you can do things that are kind of unimaginable in this country. And you but do that happens. once a year. Yeah. I'll take that a step further. What you could also do with a system like that is to benefit the sport and for the people who want to be social, you could have eight level threes a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You could have a nationals and you could have provinces could, could host a level three. Provinces could combine with other provinces to um, work together to host a level three. Um, you know, so we, we could have one of the reasons I think the Europeans are so much better at us than the game um, is that they have level threes. Uh, it's not a national, so you don't have to go to everyone, but you can pick and choose what matches you want to go to, but you have access to a lot of high-end matches. Um, and I think I think that that could benefit us. Uh, you know, if, if Northern Gauteng did it a few years ago um, where we had a – where we when we were all still members um, – you know, the, the provincial champs was a level three year held over two days at two ranges and you shot half day shifts at one at each range. Um, it worked swimmingly. It was spectacular. It was a great system. It didn't require a huge amount of ROs. It didn't require a huge amount of money. Um, it worked really, really well. That could be viable. Um, but the resistance, the resistance to it seemed to be very little more than this is not how we've done it in the past. Mm. Yep. There's a lot of that happening. Um, so to, to finish my thoughts on this. Oh, sorry. I interrupted you. Apologies. No, 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 no worries. It's just so that I, I wrap up my sort of thoughts on this. Um, and I've sort of lost where I was going with this. Uh, sorry. You know, I, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's all good. You. It's all good. All good, dude. Um, fuck. <laughs> I need more whiskey. <laughs> Let me know if it uh, comes back to you, Corn. I yeah. think one of the. Just hold your glass there. up, Corn. Yeah, just hold it up. T's got you, dude. There you go. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. It's oh, a weird tasting Highland. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry, guys. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, I think one of the things here that's important to say is that none of us have a rock solid solution. But what we're trying to bring to the table is that it is something that needs to be discussed and there are options for us to look at for a solution that's going to work for the benefit of the sport and to the benefit of all the members. There's options, there's solutions, there's everything that we can put into one thing that's going to work for everybody. Because ultimately what the sporting body needs to do is just about all the members need to be catered for one way or another. Um, And one thing that we're saying is that Competition's good. It is very good. Um, But at some point, the calendar gets too full, and then it becomes very difficult to compete at the top. When you take that off-season, like T said, when you take that time away or you don't shoot this match or vice versa, and if we look at it, one of the short – I think one of the provinces that get the short stick more often than what we do is the guys in Cape Town because the majority of their matches, they have to travel big money to, like we do when we have to travel to them the majority of the matches, they have to do that. So it's not like us where it's maybe once a year if you're shooting one discipline. Um, for them, it can be two times a year, three times a year, they're spending big travel money. So exactly. that's something to consider as well. And so um, was, yeah, go for it, Corn. I don't know, if it, finish your thought, Kaz. No, I lost my train of short now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. Um, no, no. So it, it has come back to me and it's it's sort of along the lines of what Gaz just said. Um if we're going to make changes to the way that we run the sport in this country, to the way it's sort of managed and structured, now would probably be the best time. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. People are currently kind of used to not being able to shoot matches. 
people are currently used to shooting perhaps matches that aren't quite to the level that they they normally expect uh in in normal years and people are actively choosing to not attend some matches for various reasons some of it's because of you know the calendar is just too full some of it's financial um a lot of it is a lack of give a fuck um we we've all sort of driven down the the, the sort of path of I'm not currently interested uh, because of all the things that are happening in the world. Now would be the best time to come up with some mutually agreeable solution for the membership from the membership and start implementing it. Um, If you try and implement this, let's hope that next year is back to normal. We don't know if it will be, but if next year is back to normal and you try and implement it in a normal year where people are shooting a monthly club match, a monthly nas- uh, uh, provincial match, a monthly league. Pretty much man- monthly nationals, dude. A quarterly, yes, but a, a quarterly nationals in if they're doing single uh, discipline. Discipline, yeah. If you try and introduce changes then when they're back to a, to a, a sort of regular schedule, you're going to have a lot more resistance than you will have introducing those changes now and starting the new year off on a a new system that is more sensible for the sport's continued growth. Um, I know some people who have stopped shooting as a result of uh, not, not, not too many nationals, but I know some people who have stopped shooting because they can't afford it. I also know some people who have stopped shooting because it's just not worth it. Right. The, the chasing of uh, rank on the national log with the sort of time pressure it puts on you is not worth it. For a lot of people, um, I, I know I'm I'm one of the dudes. It's not worth it for me. I don't do it. Um, and you know, if it changes to one nationals a year and it's a fantastic match, guess what? That's probably worth it for me. All of a sudden, um, even if I have to travel for it, right? If I have to go down to Cape Town once a year to shoot a big match, that's a lot better than going to Polokwane, Mapstone in KZN, and down to Cape Town in a single year just to shoot pistol. Yeah. I remembered what I wanted to say. Okay. So I actually want to run a thought past you guys. And um, I'm not sure about the structure when it comes to the other disciplines, you guys would be able to sort of speak better on that. But what I found over the last, I can't remember when lost, but over the last series of nationals, let's call it that. I found that we're not getting a fairly balanced match across that nationals. It's a one and a half day match. Hmm. Where if you where if you work it out and you do the maths, you're shooting 70 to 75, maybe even sometimes 80% of the available points on day one. Shotgun's famously like that. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily fair in, in terms of the sport. I don't know what your guys' thoughts would be on that and I'd be interested to hear. I, I would I would rather have a 50-50 split and the awards the awards thing be a Brian arrange than this urge to finish up early on a Sunday so we can do the scoring because also with practice score that's a lot quicker than it used to be. Um so that we can dress up and, and stand in a queue for uh, a buffet where they've run out of whatever you want by the time you get to the front. Um I uh I agree. I mean, I've shot a lot of shotgun and it was like really bad in shotgun for a bit where all the big stages were on the Saturday and the Sunday was all short stages. So there was no way to really catch up. Um, there was no way to really do that much. Um, the second day became sort of pointless. Uh, and and it would make, I would rather have two full days of shooting or what well, I'd also, and, and this is, this is, possibly a personal thing. I'd rather have two reasonable length days of shooting yeah, than two days where I have to be on the range at fucking six o'clock in the morning um, so that we can try and, you know, get started at some ridiculous hour. Uh, I, I don't understand the urge to do that. Um, and, and especially when you've got to be at the range at fucking six o'clock in the morning and then at one o'clock on Sunday, you're done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if it's going to be a two day match, 
make it a two-day match. If it's going to effectively be a one-day match, and I'm not not pro this, but if it's going to effectively be a one-day match, then make it a one-day match, right? Don't yeah. don't do the the like straggler stages on day two after you've won the match on day one or lost the match oh. on day one. And and what I still think is the solution is, for example, with pistol, we make it Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, one nationals a year, and you shoot half day shifts for each of those days. And that works like a charm. The it half day like shifts, jeez, works like a bomb. But we have this thing in this country that we must fucking sit in the sun the whole fucking day, um, and spend, you know, an entire day sitting around to shoot for a minute and a half. Um, as opposed to let's run half hour, half day shifts, let's let's get it, you know, let's get our shooters when they're um, when they're fresh. Um, and jokes aside, this is supposed to be enjoyable. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, we we're paying a lot of money to do this. None of us are getting paid to do this. Um, we're we're supposed to be having a good time. I don't know about you, but but standing on a range with no fucking shade uh, in the bay sun for ten hours. It's not fun. No. No, I agree. And I mean, Vector and, well, NGPSA proved it. Vector and UFS um, proved it a couple of years ago with that level three provincial match that they hosted. Between six and eight stages in half a day is quite achievable. It's very easy. And on the other hand, the um, first nationals we had in 2020 with Limpopo, mm. I think we shot, some of us shot between 12 and 14 stages at that match because it was a 22 stage match over two days in the same breath it's quite achievable to pump out a large number of stages in one day Mm. but that's not as pleasant or enjoyable as far as participating and competing in the sport as half a day would and and competitive equity is a thing as well so you know the, the problem with those super long days is it means that you've got You've got guys who are, and I've seen it, who are shooting stages sort of into the dark or, or at least into shitty light. Um, you know, when, when you've got those super early starts, uh, you know, you, you've got guys starting at a at a disadvantage, um, you know, frosted props and very often the sun, like, you know, there'll be some ranges where guys have got sun directly into their eyes. Uh and, and that can be avoided as well. Um, but it just requires, <clears throat> pardon me, and I don't think anyone's got the perfect answer, but it just requires a couple of people or, or groups of people to sit down and think outside of how it's always been done. Uh, and, and in our sport, it's actually shocking in our sport that we still suffer from so much how it's always been done. Because the sport we shoot today is not the same as the sport we shot 20 years ago and it's sure as hell not the same as the sport we shot 40 years ago. Um, and we, we've moved along, we've adapted with that. Uh, but then for some reason with, with some stuff, we just, no, no, this, this is how we do it. This is how we do it. Sorry. So something else that goes away with uh, if you're shooting half-day sessions um, and I remember this vividly from the Shotgun Nationals in, in PE, is when I walked off of my second last stage for that match, I was pumped. I just shot a very good stage, did really well. And I was like, one more stage to go. I need to fire 20 rounds, 22 rounds, and I am done with this match. I cannot wait. We walked to the stage we were supposed to shoot, and our last stage of the day was our hour break between stages. So you go from being, I'm pumped, I'm doing well, I'm going to finish, this is going to take, it's going to take us half an hour to shoot the stage, 40 minutes to shoot the stage, for our entire squad, we're going to be done. Uh, No, you're going to stand around and cool down and drift off and stuff for an hour, and then you're going to shoot one stage. Um, That goes away if you're shooting in sessions, because that, that forced break is not required, right? Because you have few enough squads on the range so that there is basically never a wait and there's no need to have an empty stage or a stage off because you can force that when you switch squads and the ROs can get a break and they can go and have lunch and, and all those issues just go away. And 
I can't really see a reason why we shouldn't shoot in sessions. It makes a hell of a lot of sense. It also gets guys, when you're warmed up and you're in the zone where you want to compete, it's a lot easier to stay there if you're shooting one stage after the other in fairly rapid succession than having relatively long breaks in between because you're getting stuck behind the squad in front of you. Um, yeah. Or you're getting stuck two squads sometimes, like three squads I've seen once, but like three squads. I mean, that's... that's You know, it relates it to that as well. And, and this is possibly another tangent worth examining. If you were to have have that system, you'd also have a lot less of that last days of the two of the day two of the day where there is no one to reset because no one in the squad cares anymore. Um, so you you end up with one or two people running around like blue eyes flies, uh, resetting for everyone while the rest of the squad sort of hide. Um, and <laughs> while it's not cool you also get why you do it because after a 10-hour day, you're kind of cut full of it. Um, one of the the, the, the um, suggestions that was made at a, at, a, at a meeting a while back that seemed to get shot down was adopting a system like the Scandinavians do, and I've seen in Italy in that as well, uh, where selected people um, reset for selected shooters. So basically, you shoot, you reset for the next two shooters after you. Uh, because it is a problem. We have, and, and we can name names. Uh, we weren't on the show for liability reasons, but um, everyone can tell you about that dude who, who they know who sits on his ass and does fuck all. Um, and that gets worse later in the day. Uh, because by the, you know, by the 10th stage of the day or, or by four o'clock, um, I actually just don't care anymore. Uh, like, you know, they, they don't want to be there. Um, so they're going to sit down and, and, and do fuck all, you know, whereas if, uh, you know, if, if, if we ran the, the shift system and I saw it at that, uh, at that, that NG match where we did that, um, guys were a little bit more enthusiastic even about patching because it was a half day. Let's get this sorted out. Let's get this done. Um, it's not that all day fucking slog. Exactly. There's a lot of benefits to it. We don't know if that's the perfect system. Um, but I can tell you based on that match specifically, it is a step up from what we do at the, at the moment. Um, it really is. And as T said, the, the only way that we're going to bring change about is if we insist that there is a, that attention is paid to these problems, the, the too many nationals a year, the, um, extreme cost of shooting the sport every year if you choose to compete in all the nationals because you wish to have national rank or you have aspirations of going to a world shoot as part of the national team. Um, the, the burnout that shooters experience from just too much. And I, I don't know how many shooters we're losing, but I can think of some really, really good shooters who used to shoot with us at Vector every month. who well, I haven't seen on the range Rona excluded in probably a year and a half. I haven't seen them. Um, they're not shooting. They've and this is pre-Rona time that they they were like, fuck it, we're out. Right. Um, people are getting getting tired of of a lot of this stuff. And something needs to be done, or we're going to shrink to insignificance. You know, it, it you know, the thing is there there is it's the nature of most hobbies that pe that people have a timeline. Um but there's there's also the the, the challenges, the unnecessary challenges thrown up at people. Um, and I think this is one of those. Uh, so there's the, there's the timeline sort of thing of people get a new hobby and then change, which with, with guns in this country is harder to do because getting the, getting the gear, you know, you, you you're going to wait a year to get your fucking gun. Um, and then you've got to keep it in that, but it's, there's, there's, there's so much going on that yeah, people just we're losing them. We're losing unnatural numbers, um, and yeah, we get new people in and that. But wouldn't it be better if we could keep the people around who go? This is uh, you know the system isn't ideal. Let's find a better system. Um, 
And and before anyone bitches and, and, and jumps to conclusions, none of us are saying we want to shoot players. Um, we want to have matches. We want we want you to have the option of shooting a match every weekend of your life if you want. Um, we just don't. We I don't think, and I'm not. I can't really speak for everyone, but I think we're on a similar page. We don't think you should have to try and travel to ten nationals a year if you want to compete in a couple of disciplines at at, at any sort of reasonable level. Um, and and I don't think it's a black or white. It's one or the other. I, I don't think if we you know we have to have all these nationals if we want to shoot a lot. Um, you know we've got club shoots, we've got leagues, we've got the potential for um, provincial or club or region or whatever level threes. Um, and then we need we need to have a system for nationals and and yes we need to find a system of how we're going to work out um, national logs uh, or, or, or team selection or that though to be honest it's also a sport you know what matters on the national log who's the national champion that's what matters um, and I say that as someone who's never been a national champion uh, so I didn't matter as much as the guys who were and and, and that's the nature of the sport in, in five years time no one gives a fuck who was seventh um, in a year's time, no one gives a fuck who was seventh. Uh, so we we should be we should be more concerned about being able to lift our, our game as a sport. Um, and yeah, when we select a national champion, that's the national champion, and that can be the results of one match. And if you have a shit match, then well, all that sucks. You're not the national champion that year, um, which is why we need a slightly different system to select teams. Um, Becomes a better luck next year, guys. Yeah. Uh, but you know, so so we would need more matches to select teams to get the best possible teams, uh, and and um, th there are there are ways to deal with that. Uh, but you know, the, the national log is less important um, to my mind. Uh, you know, it's it aside from team selection, it's it's nice and and it, it's always been nice to you know for all of us. It's nice to see your name go up, but. It's, 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 it's not the, I don't think it's the priority. I don't think it's the, the most important thing in the sport. I don't think it's the thing that's going to benefit the sport the most for all shooters from, from total beginners to, um, you know, the, 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 the really, really top shooters. Um, you know, we, we, we need a system where all of them have, have a way to improve themselves as a sportsman if they want. Yeah. I, I agree with, it's not about shooting less matches. It's about having less forced travel mm. um, for matches. So, and I, I, I don't know who came up with this idea. I have seen it proposed. Um, so whoever it was, thank you. I, I think it's, I don't know if it's ideal, but I think it is sort of sensible. If you had within your province, three selection matches, so you had a level three, basically a month for three months, well, we're talking about nationals a year, so you can spread those out over a longer period of time. But you have three selection matches in your province. You select your top teams for every uh, division from that. The provincial selected teams get priority entry into a single nationals a year. So if you worked hard to get to the top of your province, you are guaranteed a spot should you pay for it, obviously, but you're guaranteed a spot at the nationals, as opposed to what currently happens where if you don't have the money or well, currently happens previously, if you don't currently have the money to pay for your match entry, the match might be full by the time the dude who was going to win the nationals gets to register, right? Um, th there are some problems with the way that, that registration for these matches work too. Anyway, you work hard in your province. You get selected to your provincial team. Provincial teams get priority entry into the nationals. And then we fill up the remaining spots with people who would like to go but haven't really worked for it. Um, you can use a blend of the provincial results and the national results in order to end up with your selected teams. Um, it's it's not quite fair, so we'd have to balance it more towards the nationals than to the provincial matches, because all the people who are up for the provincial team will have shot the same nationals, but they won't all have shot the same provincial matches. Mm. But if you make it a a, a seventy five percent um, nationals 
and a 12 and a half, 12 and a half, or something to that effect from the last two uh, provincial matches, you have a, a system that's more easily workable because traveling within your province to go and shoot a bunch of matches a year is a lot easier than traveling South Africa to go shoot a bunch of matches. Yep. Again, maybe not, not ideal system. I'm sure that there are people who are uh, much smarter than we are who can come up with uh, a, a, a better system that isn't the sort of current status quo. I mean, you could have finished that sentence the first half. There are people cleverer than us. Yes. <laughs> but I, I think that was implied and sort of <laughs> globally accepted. So without the next part, people would just be going, he's just stating the obvious. <laughs> <laughs> That whole sentence is irrelevant <laughs> and a waste of breath. Um, is there anything that we didn't talk about that you guys wanted to touch on? I'm sure there's lots we can talk about, but we have netted on for quite a while. Mr. Evans, is there anything else from your side? Uh, no, there's nothing from my side. Yeah, I think we've had a good conversation tonight and it's based on being constructive and, and not being so critis- uh, critical. Well, being critical, but being constructive, shall we say. Um, and we'd just like to thank everyone for their continued support and interaction on the group. Please keep that up. Um, we've also got our new Drill of the Month out. Um, I think by... Do you have a closing date for the current Drill of the Month, T? Mm, the July one. I mean, the, the August one is active, but uh, yes. we gave the guys an extension, I think, until the 10th of August. Okay, cool. So uh, you've on the July one. Yeah. So you've still got some time on that. Um, club rules are back to normal. Um, if you want to join the club, please make sure that you subscribe to to the show. Give us a rating, and then you can be part of the club. Um, yeah. Otherwise, thanks everyone for their support, and we'll chat to you soon. Later, losers. <laughs>